are now listening to the Uncool Urban Podcast. Yeah, yeah, what up, y'all? It's your boy Smiles, and I'm back for another episode of my music impulse series here on the Uncool Urban Podcast. So you already know I got to do my AKAs, y'all. It's your boy Josh, a.k.a. Smiles, a.k.a. Your On Me, Greyjoy, a.k.a. Two Badge, a.k.a. Prince Radio Raheem, a.k.a. Hip Hop Adam Schefter, a.k.a. T-Shirt Tom Brady, a.k.a. La Josh James, a.k.a. Maybach Smiles, a.k.a. Late Show Smiles. Let's go. And I'm here in a building with my friend, my lovely, lovely friend, Ashley. How are you doing today, Ashley? Doing pretty good. <laughs> you nervous? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. So I wanted to bring Ashley on because she has her, her own business going on. Uh, she does like nails and stuff. I, well, I'll let you better explain it. So I guess introduce yourself. So my name is Ashley, uh, better known as Ashley J Makeup. I do makeup and I do lashes here in the DFW area. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Ashley go way back. Um, I think it was like eight years now. I yeah, say, I yeah. would say eight years. Yep, at the uh, at the Hyatt Hotel. That was my very first job when I I moved here to Dallas, Texas, and Ashley was one of my coworkers in here uh, at the job. So you know she's moved. She moved on to bigger and better pastures, and then also <laughs> I did also. So I know you. You wanted to be like a teacher for a while? I did. Yeah. I wanted to be a teacher for a while, and that didn't quite work out. <laughs> well, well, I guess, yeah, we could just start off. How'd you get from working at the hotel to where you're at now? I guess. So now I'm in our own salon. So my sister and I own Dash Studio in Duncanville, Texas. Okay. And so she was a hairstylist, and she asked me to come on to do makeup at a wedding, and it kind of just spiraled from there. and. I ended up really liking it, so I didn't think that teaching was for me after that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I want to, you know, I think it's awesome when teachers work with kids, but I it wasn't for me. Yeah. Like, I just felt like my passion was elsewhere. Okay, um, so I, I guess with uh, start with owning your own business, I, I guess, uh, how long have y'all been open now? We opened in March of this year. Okay. So we were doing freelance um, kind of doing a lot of traveling or whatever uh but we opened the salon in march okay so i guess uh what about i guess some some ups and downs i guess you may have had so far with owning your own business being like an entrepreneur i mean obviously you hear this all the time that you know it's an uphill climb right it's gonna be hard at the beginning you're gonna have to give it your all which i've found myself that it absolutely consumes your time and so it's work, 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 because there's always something to do. Okay, yeah. so like now it's your place to make sure that everything's in order. You know, yeah. people are coming to you. So obviously it's not easy, but it's definitely worth it. Okay. Uh, I guess uh, if you want to tell the people, is, are you open every day or certain days or I guess? So right now we're by appointments only. Okay. Um, they can actually book online and all they have to do is look up Dash Studio Texas. Um Located in Duncanville, uh, but we do take by appointment only, Some and eventually we'll do walk-ins, so that'll be fun. Okay, all right. Um, I guess um, cause we're going, what, what, what drew you to, I guess, liking doing makeup, or just from just, just, like, just from that, that one appointment, or just like... No, or? so I've always loved makeup, so 
it's tradition in Hispanic culture to, you know, start wearing makeup after you have your quinceañera. So that's Which like, I still have not been to one since I've lived here in really? Texas. Really? Okay, so my niece is going to have one. Well, she's going to have a sweet 16, but it's going to be semi-traditional. I'll invite you to that. You can, come, you can, you can come to your first... Sixteen era, <laughs> sixteen era. <laughs> um, but uh, so after my fifteenth birthday, you, okay, so that's like you're coming out into the world as a woman or whatever, yeah. very traditional. Um, and so after that, I was allowed to wear makeup and I could literally do whatever I wanted. So I, of course, did not have a job growing up. Um, I didn't get my first job till I got to Hyatt, but. <laughs> so, uh, which was at 18. And so I had all this extra time. And so I was finally able to play with makeup and I loved it. Yeah. So I instantly fell in love with it. I always wanted to play with colors. Like it was awesome. So every time someone would run into me, they'd be like, oh my gosh, your skin looks so pretty. You know, oh, your makeup looks so nice. You know, how do you do that? You know, and so it's always been a passion of mine. I just didn't think that it would take me down the route where. I'm actually doing makeup on clients and, you know, people are paying me for it, which yeah. is awesome because who doesn't want to do that? Yeah. I kind of remember because uh, in college, I originally went for biology and I was a biology major really? pre- slash pre-vet major my, <laughs> my first two years of college. But I was doing radio just for fun because, you know, uh, first day of college, they or like the first week or whatever, they, they had like all the organizations on campus like, right. hey, sign up for this organization, time to do this. And the radio station just happened to be on campus. And I was like, oh, I'm just, I'll do this. And they're like, yeah, we're starting up a hip hop department. I'm like, well, I like playing music. That sounds yeah. like fun. And then I just remember like my sophomore year, I was struggling with like uh, one of my, my classes and my RA, my resident advisor for like pe- person that's on the floor, like over, uh, she was a year ahead of me and she was like doing her like, basic checkups with everybody and she was like you know how's class going how's everything how's the radio station going i'm like oh yeah cool it's fun or whatever and i was like classes you know not so good uh gotta retake one of my body classes and (laughs) my math class i had i was struggling in that right now she was like you ever thought about doing radio full-time she's like because it seems like you love it she was like because every time i see you're like posting up flyers or on facebook promoting it or whatever i was like no never thought about it and she told me she was like you know that's my major she's like i'm a radio broadcasting major i'm like Oh, okay. So she, then it clicked. Yeah, she was like, she's like, next semester, she's like, just take the introductory class. She was like, just take the one class just to see how you like it. You can still like take like your, you know, your prereqs that way. If you don't like it, you can still get some prereqs under your body stuff or whatever. So the next semester, I took I took the introductory class, loved it, aced it, and then the rest is changed. Change. I was like, yeah, I was like, I changed my major. And it was <laughs> changed everything, but it was just like, yo. I never really thought. I was like, I just no. I was like, I was just the guy that always loved playing music. <laughs> and it's so crazy because it happens out of nowhere, and yeah. it's like you're taking like a complete left turn. <laughs> yeah, because I was actually telling somebody because I originally wanted to go to Atlanta for college instead of staying in Ohio, mm-hmm. and I was telling someone, I'm like, yo, if I actually would have went to Atlanta, who knows what my life could have been? I was like, because at the time I still thought I was going to do science and right. biology and all stuff. So I was like, so you never know like how life could turn out. I was like, because maybe because I stayed in Ohio. Went to Bowling Green, ended up changing my major, and now I'm here, you know, living in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Which is a big move, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, I'm, I remember actually when I when I moved, I, I caught the Greyhound here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so so one, that was a, a horrible ride, just being on the bus for that long. And two, I, I just remember, like, at first I was like, oh, yeah, I'm excited about the move to Texas. And my mom, my aunt, and sisters and stuff, they, they all came to the uh, bus depot with me. And I was, I was fine with it, but... It was literally like as the bus pulled off, I was like, "Oh snap!" Oh, 
I'm leaving my Only I literally like I literally like started crying like oh snaps I'm late like leaving home I like called my mom like I don't know if I should do this <laughs> yeah she was, she was like she was like boy she was like you be alright you can do this I'm like it didn't hit me until like <laughs> until as I'm like, like pulling off like oh snaps I'm really like moving to a whole other state I was like that oh. I've never been to yeah I was like you had never been to Texas nope and you just decided to move out of nowhere yeah well I had been talking about it for like a few months because uh our mutual friend Bree uh she actually couldn't make it today but uh Bree uh I've been talking to her like hey you know I'm gonna move to Texas and then I have an older sister that lives here oh, and okay. so um I was like hey you know I just need a place to live like so Bree let me uh, uh stay with her her and her ex at the time um so, oh well Boyfriend at the time, we, you know, another mutual friend of ours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I was like, you know, okay, I'm just gonna, it's gonna be like for a few months or whatever, just you know, till I get on my feet or whatever. You know, but that's how I ended up coming down because I remember it was in the middle of January. I was leaving Ohio. I so it's snow that. and all I that. I actually remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it was a brand new year and we had just gotten a whole bunch of new people in, and you were one of them. Yep. And it was good to know that you knew Bree and everybody else. So. Yeah. You yeah. fit in well. Yep. So, you know, <laughs> eight years later, here here we are. You know what I'm saying? So, um, what else did I want to talk to you about? I guess um, in your life, because I, I, I know you're a really like spiritual person. I guess, uh, just talk about that a little bit. Like, when, like, so I am a pastor's daughter. <laughs> oh, see, I never knew that. Okay. Really? Okay. So I am a pastor's daughter, and I, our church is Grace Temple Baptist Church. Okay. And so um, we're down in the heart of Oak Cliff, right in the middle of Bishop Arts. And, um, yeah, I've always grown up going to church. That's always been a thing that, you know, we do. Um, and it's just really elemental to our lives. Like, it's okay. it's an integrated part. I, I don't think that it's something that I would be without. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I guess being a, what do they call it, a PK? I guess. A PK, yeah. Uh, There's a lot of pressure to that. Yeah, I was like, there, I was like. I guess for you personally, I guess because I've heard from a bunch of you, like some people have had like a wild out stage, and other people are like, no, I didn't have like a. Did you, I don't have. You, I don't think I've that? ever had like a wild stage. Um, of course, there's moments where you feel a little rebellious, just because I think you're in the spotlight. So people are like always looking at you, kind of waiting for you to make a mistake. And they assume like you, you're supposed to be perfect, and all right? That. And they assume that you're supposed to be perfect. They assume that you're supposed to be you know, integrated into the church and doing all of these different things. And, you know, so the spotlight is always on you. Like they're watching and waiting and just waiting basically to see what's, what you're going to do. And so there's a lot of pressure in that, like being, you know, quote unquote perfect or, you know, goody two shoes, -shoes, you know, all that, you know, but. Because I thought about that kind of similar with, I guess, like celebrities and athletes' kids is like, oh, like I don't know, let's say like LeBron's kids, because like, oh, y'all gonna play basketball just like your dad, or like Michael Jordan's kids, you gotta play basketball just like your dad, and oh, you're not as good as like oh, what your dad gosh. is, and it's like, yo, it's because so much pressure. Like maybe I don't want to play basketball, or maybe I. There's I, so I much know. pressure in regards to that. Like I remember a certain uh, older woman came up to me and she's like, "So are you planning on marrying a pastor?" <laughs> it just kind of threw me off because I, you know, obviously my dad hasn't always been a pastor. I mean, he, he wasn't ordained until I was 13 years old. So obviously when I was 13, I was really rebellious. Mm-hmm. And so it was like a big transition for us to become, you know, a pastor's kid. Yeah. Uh, my dad actually didn't start 
you know, pastoring a church until I turned 18. Okay. So it gave me time to grow up. But when she mentioned that to me, I real like it hit me. People really do expect you to, for your life to marry be the into, yeah, like for your church to, I mean, for your life to be revolved around church. And I get it. Like, there's a lot of people that they do do that. Yeah. Um, we're kind of unconventional in that way, uh, just because, I don't know, I, I think people look from the outside in and they assume that, you know, we're all perfect, but we're not all perfect. Yeah. And and thankfully, we're at a church that the people aren't judgmental. They're very loving. They're very um, accepting, you know, sweet, um, always willing to help. Like, you walk into the church and they're very welcoming. So thankfully, we've been blessed with a church that is really, really sweet and um, just welcoming. So thankfully, I don't feel the pressure that I felt back when I was a teenager where, you know, okay, my dad's a pastor now. Like, now I have to act a certain way or I have to make decisions a certain way. And I think because of the way that I grew up, um, it just kind of flowed naturally. Like, it was just like, oh, this is easy. This is, you know, how I live, whatever. It's normal for me. And so I don't think I've ever had, like, a crazy wild stage but obviously i'm i don't know yeah. i feel like i'm normal yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean i was like you know i was like yeah in the years i was like i've never heard, heard you like yeah i'm what, I was getting drunk and doing this and this. I yeah never, so like, i mean i you always I'm just didn't like you're, you're just a little sweet ashley <laughs> well you know it and I, I think a part of it too is that i'm such a homebody okay. like i love to just be home, read books. If I'm not working, I'm at home. So, and I'm working 24-7. I'm in school right now, and so it's just a little crazy all around, but... How, um, how's the adjustment, I guess, doing that with working and school? So, I have a 7-4 to four regular job, and then we own the salon, Yeah. and then uh, I go to school. Oh. So, on days that I'm not working, I'm at school, and vice versa. So I really don't have a personal life <laughs> right now, and which I totally came to terms with when we opened the salon, and I knew that that was what it was going to be. Yeah. So you kind of have to readjust your mindset when you decide to endeavor into being a business owner. Yeah. So, but it's, it's good. I mean, it's stressful. Obviously, school is, you know, you're trying to get past it. I'm trying to get licensed in aesthetics. Okay. Um, so I can start doing facials and all that. So oh. more services to our menu. Thank you. I know, right? Like <laughs> Exciting. More services mean more money. <laughs> more clients and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, absolutely. More opportunities. Um, and so it's been stressful, but I, I think I'm getting by okay. I'm, I'm surviving off of caffeine. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I'm totally surviving off of caffeine. I was like, I know. I, I usually see you uh, post on Twitter, like, like, hey, I got my frappuccino and all that. Yeah, uh, like Americano. My Americano. Yeah. yeah, iced Americano, venti. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't know, that's the biggest one. <laughs> so I'm surviving off of caffeine and good vibes. <laughs> So if you ever see any streets, you know, just buy buy her uh, an Americano venti. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Iced Americano venti blended. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, you're like blended. <laughs> yes, blended. <laughs> um, uh, I guess because, uh, like I said, like I, I see you on social media. I guess uh, what what I guess have you seen like the pros and maybe like kind of like are you a social media person or, or were okay, you before? So 
before we owned the business, they I have a group of friends, really close girlfriends, that um, they kind of call me the disappearing act because what I would do is like I kind of would just disappear off of social media uh, for like a year at a time and <laughs> pop up out of nowhere and they're like where did you come from and so I'm not a so like I'm not inclined to social media I wasn't yeah. uh, when I started you know creating a business uh, and you know trying to put my name out there as an artist um, I had to open myself up to that and Obviously, when you are in the spotlight or trying to build a brand, um, you're called. They want to see what your life is like. They mm. want to see what you do day to day. Like, there's just people out there that are interested that way. And I've learned that the best way for me as an individual and as a business owner and a person that's trying to create a, you know, a brand that is recognizable within mm. DFW and, you know, eventually my hope is across the nation. Mm. Um, it's, it's, I want people to feel like I'm relatable. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I, I've found that people like to, you know, interact with you, get to know you. And, and I think that has also um, helped me grow. Um, I'm a very introverted person. Yeah. Um, and so... I'll say that. I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> and, and so it's difficult to want to put yourself out there, but you as well know that if you want your name to grow, your brand to grow, you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. And so your private life has to become a little bit more open. I mean, obviously, there's things that you keep to yourself, but, you know, yeah, you are you should or they want you to be an open book. Yeah. I like to call myself kind of an anti-social butterfly. <laughs> I, I really... Because I'm like, I was like, when it's time to turn it on, like, I can do it. <laughs> but I rather just, like like you said, be at home, chilling. I'm, I'm cool to right, sit at home watching some Netflix cool. or whatever, yes, reading a book, whatever. Yes. Like, But if I need to get out there or whatever, like, I'll get out there, you know, go mix and mingle. Like, when it's necessary. I'm going to a live podcast show today. <laughs> it's like, exactly. just because it's time to, time to mix and mingle with other podcast people. Right. <laughs> And, 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 I mean, you know that. Like, it, you have to be willing to open yourself up to that. Mm -hmm. And so I totally understand. I'm an antisocial butterfly. I've never heard that, but that is exactly what I am, too. Yeah, like, that's what the, <laughs> I, I thought about it, like, one day, like, years ago. I was like, I'm like an antisocial butterfly because, like, I, I'm good with being off by myself and cool, like, not really right. talking to people, but... Not necessarily needing to be around a lot of people. Yeah, but when yeah. it's time to be around people... Not, you I, can turn it on. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it becomes, like, natural and instinct. Yeah, because people are like, oh, you be on social media. I'm like, I was like, I really don't want to be, but... It's a learned behavior. It really <laughs> is. I really do believe that that's a learned behavior because I've learned to manage, you know, the brand page, you know, the studio page... We're also launching a lash brand. And so having to create all of that, you know, I'm in charge of all social media because my sister is, she says that she's no good at social media, but <laughs> I don't see that. But um, having to create that or create a space where, you know, it's kind of inviting, especially in the beauty community, it's kind of difficult okay. just because, people, you know, it tends to be a little bit more catty. It's a lot of women, you know, and, and, and a lot of people talk about women empowerment and they're not necessarily empowering. And so you want to create a positive space in such a 
dampening community. You know, it's, wow. just, it's it's difficult. Yes, I never I never <laughs> realized that. It, it really is. It's it's kind of. I mean, there are a lot of genuine people that really want to love and support you, but then there's like a lot of cattiness and I don't know. I guess at the end of the day, it's like we we trying to bring in business. So I guess I can, I can kind of say like it's a bad way to do it, but it's like hey. I'm trying to get clients too. So right, like. and it's not necessarily that. It's just more like, and I'm speaking, I guess, from the makeup perspective, being an influencer and all of that. It it kind of you people want a positive vibe. I mean, yeah. who doesn't want that? And I know a lot of people strive off of drama. Like I get that, and there's a lot of drama in the makeup community constantly. Wow, there really is. Like <laughs> something's always going off. And so it's really just, I guess, for me, I don't like negative spaces. Yeah. And so I'm trying to get away from it as much as possible. And I can find that social media can be very draining. Yes. But it's very essential to nowadays, like, to create a business, social media is going to be your best friend. I mean, obviously, the Instagram algorithm is, like, so yeah. off. Yeah. But... It's it's a way for people to see your portfolio, see what you do, and and so it's essential, and especially now because people aren't looking in the yellow pages to find a new yeah. hairstylist, a new lash artist. You know, they're they, not doing. They're that. going straight to they're Instagram. going straight to Instagram and looking up hashtags saying Dallas Lash or yeah. Dallas Lashes or Dallas Hair. You know, Duncanville Hair, Duncanville Lashes. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it can have its pros and its cons. <laughs> yeah, I was like, because I've definitely learned that because uh, when we started doing, doing like the podcast page, a lot of people were like, yo, y'all make sure you put the hashtags on it. Like, those hashtags is how you're going to build the brand and build the community of like podcast people. Like, just when we putting pe- hashtags, it was like, I remember when I first started doing it, it was like, all these pages, like, hey, we want to follow you. Hey, we want to follow you. I'm like, yo, this is all just from like the hashtag. They're like, yeah, because they're, like, they're like, yeah, other podcast people or whatever, they like, they just click on the, the hashtag and see who's all one, and then they can, right. they can move for like, oh, I'm just do it for just for the Dallas area. I'm like, yeah, it's like, that's how I follow a whole bunch of Dallas podcasts. A lot of people I don't even know, but it's like, right. I follow them and they follow us just because of the hashtag. Because it's stuff a like community that. of, yeah, created by a hashtag, which is so crazy and yeah. beyond me that they've come up with that. Yeah. It's super cool. <laughs> But I was like, that's how, like, these other brands and other businesses and how they can, like, because you never know. Like, I don't know. What's one of your favorite celebrities? Um, oh, gosh, you put me on the spot. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> um, let's go with the Jonas Brothers. I love the Jonas Brothers. Okay, so, like, say they in town. Then, like, uh, what's my man? Because he, he date, uh, uh my girl. He, he just got married to my, my Nick, girlfriend. Nick Jonas? Yeah, like, yeah, like, say, like, you know, his girl, you know, she she offset from doing the Game of Thrones. Oh, no, that. Joe Jonas. Yeah, Joe Jonas. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, his wife in town, you know, they, like, got a performing Dallas. She's like, get my makeup done. She just hit that hashtag, and she just seen Dallas Slash and Ashley J makeup. makeup. Yeah. <laughs> okay, her page looking nice. Let me... Go check her out. Yeah. You never know. Just from hitting the hashtag exactly. or whatever. Exactly. And it's that hashtag. That hashtag is going to open so many doors for you. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely worth being on social media for a business. Yeah. I think. It definitely is beneficial. Um, I guess uh, any goals for like the rest of 2019 or like going into 2020 that you, you, you have going on? So right now, I guess my biggest goal is obviously um, continuing to create the brand that we envision for ourselves, um, but definitely finding more time to rest. 
I feel like I'm always running around. So one of my goals is to be able to balance work life and personal life, to be able to make time for my family, for my friends, but, you know, obviously not give up the hustle. Yeah, yeah, because uh, <laughs> a lot of people know, like, my my, my new thing for uh, I've been saying is for uh, one job 2020. <laughs> and people are like, what? Like, yeah, one job 2020. And they're like, which job? I'm like, it could be either one of the jobs I have right now. It could be a whole new job. Just one. I just want, one, I just I, want to I, pick I, one. I just want one job in 2020. And, yeah. I think, but right now I'm, I'm working my butt off to, like, handle a lot of, like, de- different debts and stuff that I've, like, accumulated. So I'm like, yo, I got to work my, my butt off right now to get there. I was like, but so I'm also, like, place, looking yeah. for one job in 2020 that's going <laughs> to pay me enough for all the work I do now. Like, hey, I make, like, about 40000 between both jobs. I want one job that's going to pay me about oh, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, plus, I was like, hey, I got a master's degree, so I can't just be working my butt off like this, like, For nothing. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You have to make time for the stuff that counts. Yeah, because it's, it's really hit me this year about, like, yo, I'm tired. <laughs> okay. I've felt the exact same way. Like, oh, goodness. Where's my bed? Yeah. It's like, because, like, uh. Someone uh, hit me up last night because uh, I was supposed to go to one of the events at uh, For the Culture Studios, uh, and she she was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna go to sleep." And uh, I'm sorry. I was like, "Shoot, I'm I'm happy I'm you like said that." With you, <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, "You're not going cool. I'm gonna go home and go to sleep myself." She was like, "I don't know how you do it." I was like, "I take lots of naps." <laughs> you know, I used to take a lot of naps. I don't have time for naps now. Not even a power nap. <laughs> And I, I've gotten to the point where I'm having to take melatonin to fall asleep <laughs> because my mind is constantly Erasing, moving. There's yeah. always something that needs to be done. And so I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely know because I was like, even though my body can be tired, like at night, like, my brain is just like still like, uh, like, let me. Let me like, go through my checklist. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like, I'll pull something like Netflix or Hulu or whatever, but I'm like, I can't make it something that I'm like too invested in because like, I'm like. It has to be something that you recognize. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm the same way. Because <laughs> don't, don't let it be like, because uh, right now I'm watching Euphoria on HBO. Like, I can't watch that because I'm so intrigued by what's going on. I'm like, I, I won't. E- yeah, I'll finish this and I won't stop until I'm done. Right. I was like, let me watch like some YouTube videos or just something I've already seen before and just right. watch. Like, because I can easily fall asleep to something I ain't really like that invested in. But it's like, this is a new show. Yeah. I'm the exact same way. I'm my go-to is new girl or friends yeah. because it's something that I recognize, yeah. and it's not gonna make me want to stay up and figure out what's gonna happen because I already know. Yeah, <laughs> I already know. Any any other? I guess uh, talking about Netflix and anything you're tuned into right now. I guess Netflix. Okay, so I'm totally a Riverdale. Oh yeah, a Riverdale girl. Um, Are you so all caught up? I'm all caught up. I'm all caught up. Um, I don't think. Other than that, uh, what else am I watching on Netflix? Uh, so I'm on Amazon. Uh-huh. I'm watching Downton Abbey because the movie's coming out. Okay, so yeah, I've never watched. I've heard of it, but I've never watched that show. Okay, so it's very dramatic, um, but it's so good. <laughs> yeah, because uh, one of my cousins, she just posted on Facebook the other day how she was watching A Different World, and I was like, hey. I've never watched a different world. She was like, "I've Do you never even heard of a different world." It's, it was actually the spinoff from the Cosby Show. It was when um, oh, uh, it was when uh, one of his kids when she went off to college. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was uh, about her. It was about her life while she was in college. <laughs> oh, 
So I was like, I was like, hey, I've never watched it. She was like, do you have Amazon Prime? I was like, yes, I do. She was like, check it out. She's like, make sure you talk about it on the podcast. Because like, I know you don't watch a lot of things. I was like, yeah, it's a lot of movies and TV shows I've never seen. Yeah. I'm definitely excited that Amazon's doing something Lord of the Rings. Have you heard of that? No. What is that? I have. It's, the? there, I guess it's before the time of the Lord of the Rings. So a few thousand years before that oh, but yeah. i'm excited about that i'm a nerd well i'm a total nerd something else about <laughs> i've never seen any of the lord of the rings because oh, around wow. that time because <laughs> around that time that was when harry potter was out so i was like okay I'm, i was like i felt i was like i felt like i just got to choose one so no okay was, harry so i went potter to harry potter and lord of the rings they go hand in hand so now that's your job you have to watch lord of the rings i'm about to do that because because yeah. when i tell people they're like what i was like it was you know, a few of my friends i was like i wouldn't even, that don't even seem like something you would watch and they're like bro I watched it. <laughs> like, and it was so, amazing. Yeah. yeah. They're like, they're like I, so, didn't, I ain't never seen that Harry Potter master like, with that Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's no. Like, <laughs> the Lord of the... I mean, yeah. No, and Harry Potter's awesome, too. I, I love Harry Potter. Yeah. You see, I've read, I read, I literally read all the books probably like two or three times each. I have, too. <laughs> and I think I, I start on one every year. And about a year ago, I read through all, all of them. Yeah, because I remember so being in school. I remember... I don't remember which one, but I, was like, I remember it was like one of them when it came out. I finished it in like two days. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, because I was just that invested. I'm like, <sighs> like gotta finish, gotta finish, gotta finish. Yeah, no, like, absolutely. And I'm like, okay, but I read it through that fast, and it's longer than like the previous books. Oh, <laughs> I know. And they they just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger as you go. And I felt like I'd read them faster and faster. <laughs> yeah, and they're an easy read when they're so interesting. Yeah, she did a really good job. Yeah, shout out to J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah, so. woohoo! We're gonna get on that. Um, <laughs> I guess kind of Riverdale. Are you excited for the next? Season? Did, did you see the? I guess the sneak peek into the next season when they were like, yes. uh, we, we, "We will never talk about this again." Yes, and where they're burning their clothes. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, spoiler alert. Sorry, hey, you haven't watched it now. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, well. you're running behind, so yeah. get on that. But no, so good. I'm so excited. I want to know where Jughead is. Like yeah. Juggy Wuggy, what happened? <laughs> and then I felt silly because uh, one of my coworkers who also watches. Uh, Riverdale. He was, uh, he was like, he was like, yes. I wonder what his uh, his twin brother's doing. I was like, his twin brother. He was like, yeah. He was like, you know, that's the one from Zach and Cody. I was like, and I looked. I'm like, oh snap, that is one. The, the, yeah, like, that's the, one the of the Sprout. twins. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, that's dope. I was like, probably because I haven't seen them since like the Disney Channel. And I was not like, doing I didn't anything together anymore. So. I was like, oh, that's awesome that one of them was like doing it. He was like, you didn't even notice that? I was like, I was like, no. I was like, I was like, plus he's not a kid anymore. So I was like, he didn't got taller and skinnier right. or whatever. And then he's, like, he's got grown. dark, dark hair yeah, in I was, Riverdale. So. I was like, I didn't even realize that. was. I was like, oh, that's awesome because I used to love uh, Zach, Zach and Cody. And Cody. Yeah, that's some sweet stuff. So <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm ready for it. This season, I was like, my man uh, Jughead running the serpents. and. You know, oh, my gosh. When he put that jacket on, it was it was over for me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, and I couldn't stand his mom this this past. Oh, season. I know, me either. I oh, needed her to get out yeah, and get was, out fast. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, oh, I was like, she was running everything. Yeah, she just, ugh, she annoyed me so badly. And then the whole time, I'm just like, who the freak is the uh the, 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 the what was it called the the king the uh Scorp- scorpion king? No, what do, no, it wasn't Scorpion King. I can't uh, even I remember what it was, now. I was like, it was yeah. something King. You know? Yeah. I was like, and it ended up being the dude that was like the brother or whatever, fake brother of yeah. the girl. I was like, oh, y'all just doing too much right now. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a really different kind of season. It was a very different vibe. But it was good. 
And then Archie's dad, uh, I his, his name is in real life. I'm so sorry. Oh. But I was like, but him um, passing, passing away. Yes. Uh, y'all know Riverdale. Like, the guy that plays Archie's dad, he died Fred in real Andrews, life. Yeah. Fred Andrews, yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, I'm, I'm intrigued to see because um, what's her face, uh, the place's mom. They said she's, she's Molly Ringwald. Yeah, Molly. She, they said she signed on to uh, be a regular next season because they said right. They he said obviously gonna, needs a parental authority. Yeah, because they said they're uh, they're gonna make it seem like cause, you know like one of the episodes towards the end where they said they was like yeah he went out of town for uh, for business. Right. They said uh, they're gonna bring it back where I guess while he was out of town for business he got into like a car accident and died or I guess that's gonna be like. How they're gonna oh, explain the story? Wow! Because they said when it happened, uh, she called them. Was like, "Hey, whatever y'all need me to do, y'all need me to come back." Because I guess she had just shot her scenes or whatever, like a couple days before. They were like, "Hey, you need me to come back? I'll shoot some scenes or whatever." So they said she signed on to be a regular for next season, and they're gonna make it oh, seem like, wow. you know, she has she has to come back to Riverdale to you know take care of her son." <laughs> oh man! So I was like, "I'm trying to see how they do that." But it's gonna be such a different vibe, just because of Fred Andrews as a character was just he was the purest one out of all of them you yeah. know he was the one that was he was the he was the good guy yeah so it's gonna be weird not to have that element there but yeah. hopefully molly ringwald will bring it she's yeah pretty like, decent yeah, I, was, I was like i'm gonna treat to see like how she's gonna change things around and now she's like hey i'm back right <laughs> like i'm not just popping in like y'all right. see me now like hey are you other parents <laughs> right right like i'm, I'm gonna be active here yeah like so if you got problems with my son like, best believe i got his back here. right yeah. plus i'm a lawyer so <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's definitely a force to be reckoned with i don't think molly ringwald has ever played a um an easygoing woman or character in yeah. anything that she's ever done. She's always been a like, like leading a badass, woman. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Forced like to be that. reckoned with. Um, I guess getting to, I guess some random questions to, okay. for the folks to get to know Ashley a little bit more. Okay. Uh, what are like some things that stress you out? And then what are some things that relax you? Okay. So this is like a big one for me because it happened to me yesterday and then it happened to me again today. Um, so I need turn-by-turn turn directions for everything. So one thing that stresses me out is not knowing where I'm going yes. and then being routed in the wrong direction. <laughs> so yesterday I was trying to go to a friend's house and I ended up rerouted for 45 minutes. And oh. I was going in the complete opposite direction because I had oh. no idea where I was going. Oh, wow. And it took me a whole other... 45 minutes to, to get turn right, right back around. <laughs> uh, it was terrible. Be, yeah, I took so. a mini road trip by myself, so that kind of made me anxious uh, and kind of stressed me out. I don't like being late to things, so that yeah. stresses me out. Um, and so I usually, like, whenever I, anxiety hits, I try to journal through thoughts and all that stuff. I go real, I go real then. <laughs> <laughs> like, dear journal. Dear journal today. On the road for oh, 45 so minutes. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> so dramatic. <laughs> no. I thought I was headed towards Fort Worth, but I was actually. Yeah, headed. <laughs> yeah, towards McKinney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Past McKinney. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, anything else that you do to like relax and just I take the things off? I have recently picked up working out. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. It hurts, <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> so working out. I definitely like to dive into work when I'm feeling stressed in any other kind of area of my life. So, yeah, I think I'm handling it pretty well, usually. Or I need a spa day. 
I mean, what girl doesn't need a spa hey. day? Or I can do like the crazy thing and change my hair. Okay. I do that pretty often. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, I seen something on Instagram the other day. It says, uh, uh, what was it? It, was, it was something about to that effect about how like girls like uh, when, we change our hair when we're stressed changing. out. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, the girl who posted, I know she has green hair like right, right now. now. <laughs> and so I was, I was like. Is this like? Is this a for, for, for help? Like, are you trying to tell us she, something? She was like, she was like, she's like, she's like yeah. She's like, for, she's like, for me, she's like, I, I've done it. She was like, uh, she like sent me pictures. Like, she's like, yeah. She's like, when I broke with my my ex, she's like, I changed my hair blue, and she's like, I had like blue highlights. She was like, um, uh, she had like a, a death in her, her family at, at one point, like a few years ago, and she like shaved off like. Her hair, her his face, and then she's like, and then I like, she like dyed it another color, and she was, yeah. she was like, yeah, she's like, yeah, she's like, I yeah. think hair color is definitely something very expressive for us women. I, I, I don't think I've ever met a woman that doesn't feel like she wants to change something when everything else is going. Hair. I, I feel like it's a sense of control. Like, oh, well, we can control what color our hair is because we're gonna change it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's just a form of trying to control something. <laughs> Okay, okay, what would you say was, I guess, the craziest color you've ever done? So, I, blue, I did a really pretty blue. Um, and that was probably the craziest, because I've done purple, I've done a little bit of pink, I've done black and all that, but blue was absolutely my favorite, because I was living my Coraline mm-hmm. um, Corpse Bride dreams, <laughs> if I can say that, yeah. Um so yeah, blue is probably the craziest color that I've ever done. Okay, okay. Eventually, I want to do like something emerald green, or I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I was like, I guess, uh, yeah. I've never done like anything too crazy from stress. Right now, I'm trying to grow my hair. I was, I was like, I was like we'll Same. see, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how long that lasts. Like, cause I can get bored and be like, all right, yeah, I'm just gonna cut it, <laughs> get, yeah. get a haircut. <laughs> right, like it, it becomes annoying. So that's what's been happening with me. Like I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna let my hair grow out. But then I'm like, oh, I don't want it to be long, so I just chop it all off. And I'm like, oh, but I want my hair long. So it's just a back and forth thing. Thank God for extensions. Yeah, see, see, and I, I, I can't do extensions. You know, can't do that. <laughs> no, because like our, our mutual friend Ryan, I'm like Ryan, just give me some like some of your hair, like cause I, I want to you know do the braids or the dreads thing again, but I just don't want to. Wait that long for for, my, for my, that yeah yeah I was like I was like Ryan I was like I want to get your hair my hair like that but it's taking too long wait. I don't want to wait for the process yeah like, I was like you know not, the yeah. process of me having to grow my hair out and pick it and all that's just I, I don't want to do that I don't want to wait just <laughs> I want it to magically appear yeah I just want to <laughs> let me wake up tomorrow and have an afro you so want to do the Thanos thing huh yeah instead snap, of making it disappear but make it appear make it appear absolutely so I mean are you an Avengers fan I am. So how are you feeling about this next phase? Did you see like some of the stuff they posted? So I'm not going to tell you that I did not cry throughout the whole thing. I'm not going to tell you that, but I... You, you, run, you run along. I, I personally wasn't one. Uh, so um, my, my, my friend Shad, uh, one of the co-hosts, and my friend Tim, uh, other co-host of the show. So I went with Shad and one of my cousins. Okay. And so... Uh, while we were sitting there, like, you know, towards the end when uh, when Tony Stark was uh, about to die or whatever. So I started hearing, like, about three, I'm like, people were, like, sniffling, sniffling and crying. I'm like, like yo, what, people are crying. And then I looked to, like, my right, and Sean's like, oh, man, no, not my dog. <laughs> come on, come on. Not my man. Oh, yeah. not Tony. Like, not uh, Tony. 
And then like I'm like, yo, he is like really upset over there. And then like my cousin, she's on the other side. She's like, <laughs> Tony. I'm like, yo, am I the only weird one that is not okay? I, I, I cried through the whole thing. I'm not gonna lie. I and when Tony passed, sorry, spoiler alert, and y'all should know that by now, but um it was devastating. I loved uh, who doesn't love Tony Stark? Yeah, that's like, what I, I was like. I liked him. But I was like, I was like, I, I think it's Iron Man. I think I don't. I, was like, I don't know if it's because I know about the comics, or I just I, I just wasn't really that attached to. Kid. I was. I don't know. I was like, because he's a great character, and he and he's and an amazing actor. Yeah. I mean, he played his comeback that. story. He, yeah. yeah, he played that well. So uh, yeah, it was devastating. I and I and I walked out of the theater and I looked over at my mom and my dad and they're just laughing because I'm hysterically crying. Cause he's passed, and you know they show the funeral scene, and I'm and they're all there, yeah. you know, paying tribute to him, and I'm literally like so angry, like all of a sudden I'm swelled up with anger because I'm like y'all didn't appreciate him when he was alive, y'all never listened to him, <laughs> and so I was like so upset, and I looked over at my mom and my dad, and I'm like y'all y'all don't understand because nobody ever appreciated him, he was so amazing, <laughs> I'm like and they want to appreciate him at the end, <laughs> he's not even there to see it. Yeah, I was like, I, I can't. I, I'm intrigued to see how, how it goes. Like, and I was like, I love how they they really humanized him in the like, especially with his daughter. Like, I love they you three thousand. I love you three thousand. I yeah. was like, oh, that's so cute. I yeah. was like, especially seeing like, cause I know it's not like that in the comic. Was like the fact that like, yo, they gave Tony a daughter and him they, and Pe- him and uh, Pepper is like finally they had married. A life. Yeah, they like, had a life together. I was like, yo, that is so amazing. They really humanized like, yo, I just want to relax. With my daughter and all that. Yeah, he he really he really came down, and it was so cute to see him that way. And I and I think that's why it hit a little harder for everybody because they finally got to see a side of him mm-hmm. that was you know destructible. I mean, obviously, like he loved his daughter. Yeah, I was like, and then Peter, I was like, he, I was like, he really. Because first, you see it. In, I don't know if you've seen Spider Man. I did, and it was amazing. I was like, you can see, it, like, yo, he really loved. Peter he and really like yeah, Peter. <laughs> yeah. He, and yeah. Like I really believe in you, kid. You really, you like really are better than me. You are better than me. You make better decisions. You have better judgment. And yeah, that's amazing. I think the Spider-Man series is amazing. Yeah, I trust you with my billion-dollar thing that you're just Absolutely. gonna give up. Absolutely right. That you're just gonna, you're gonna give, give to this random stranger that, that you, you met is, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you think is just kind of morally okay. Yeah. Like, oh, he gave these to me and he trusted me to make the right decision. And, and you're the I right just, decision, yeah. I even though I just met you yesterday, I feel like you should be in charge, charge of, this. of this. Yeah, that these controls so everything. many. Yeah. <laughs> you got missiles oh, and satellites and stuff. Yeah. And, you can, and Jake you can... Gyllenhaal, for the first time in my life, I hated him. Wow. I did. I disliked him so badly. I wanted him to go down. Yeah, because that whole scene, I was like, oh, yep, here it is. It's, it's, it's about to be the turn. I was like, I could no. just tell. I was like, oh, yep, Peter's falling right in his hands because I, kn- I know about the character of Mysterious. I was like, I'm like, he's fooling you. And I was like, I was like, here it is. And then as soon as he walked out that bar, all right, y'all, let's go. And I was like, yeah. I was like yep, uh, there it is. <laughs> That's the turn. I was yeah. waiting for it the whole time. But I, I did like how, like, all the... I guess the trailers and stuff was pretty much everything that was in the beginning of the movie. So I was like, I was like, oh, okay. everything that was in the trailer is really just everything from the beginning of the movie. Right. How did you like that opening scene though? With uh, the uh, "I will always oh, love yeah. you." Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because I went with my cousin again, and so she, especially when Tony Stark came over, she was like, "Oh, y'all gonna play the Whitney?" I was, I was like, I was like, oh damn. Now that I was in the fields. That was I was. I was like, okay. I was like, I think I might cry. I was like, because you got I this cried. song. And I was like, <laughs> I cried. And y'all showing him, and then I was like, 
oh, y'all playing this for the high school? I was like, I was like okay, that was a ni- nice little trick. I was like, it was. But I was, I was, that, I was ready to cry because I was like, oh, the song. <laughs> yeah. And looking at him, I was like, oh. I couldn't. Yeah, no, it was so good. But they yeah. did so well. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I was happy for it. I was like, I can't wait to see what they do for the, the third one, especially now that they, they hit a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I guess uh, Marvel and Sony had something going on where, like, if they didn't hit a billion dollars for the series, Sony couldn't take take it back over and have them like, but why would Sony want to do that? Because uh, just because they were like, right now it's basically Marvel does everything, just Sony gets the free promotion. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. Sony, why would you want to take it back, back from Marvel? From, yeah, why would you, <laughs> you think get, that that was smart? you get to you get to split the money, <laughs> right? And, and it's and it's coming in, yes. and it's gonna keep coming in because I've never met a person that disliked. Mar- the Marvel Universe, like, who would, who would do that? Yes, unless <laughs> you're DC, not right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, only DC hates them because they just can't. Yeah. Can't come if up they're with a really good stern DC lovers, yeah. then yeah. I don't know. I don't get that though. But okay. <laughs> Why can't we just be friends? <laughs> and then I heard they said they want to use Venom for the next Spider-Man movie or involve Spider-Man in the next Venom movie. I don't. I was like, either way, I would love. I to, would love to see that. Cause I don't know. Did you see Venom? Yes. I was like, cause the way it ended, I was like, and the fact that they mentioned like, hey, he's originally from New York, but he doesn't come. I was like, I was, yeah, I was, they're I was gonna like, tie that in. I was like, absolutely. I can see that. Like, if he wants to like move to back, like I'm moving back to New York or whatever. Right. I was like, I can see how that. She was like, okay. Where the storyline kind of intertwines, and it would be crazy if they did do that. I think it would be awesome. Yeah, cause when people was like, oh, hey, that was like. I went in with low expectations, so I thought it was a decent movie. I was like, and I actually loved the relationship between him and his symbiote. And yeah. He was like, come on, Eddie, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, not really controlling his body, because at the end, I thought, I was, like, I was like, oh, damn, he ain't got the symbiote again. I was like, he don't have the symbiote. I was like, oh, I thought, because I thought the movie was going to be like a one, one and one done in the movie. One and done, yeah. And then and they shocked him when he was talking to him. I was like, oh, oh he still he's has still the symbiote. <laughs> I was like, and then that, that post-credit scene where uh, what's name was in jail because, um, you know, he turns into Carnage. Yeah. So I was like, I'm like, oh, I'm really excited now. I was like, oh, yeah. Bring, bring Carnage in for the next Venom movie. I was like, and if they do bring in Spider-Man, I was like, oh. Oh, that'll be, yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah, I was like, I was like. And that's like nice really going to rake in some money because yeah. that's, yeah, you're bringing in a lot of different fans. So I was like, I'm excited. I was like, cause I love the character of Venom, especially because, like, I know in the cartoons he becomes like Agent Venom when he actually right. like turns to the good side. And I was right. like, I was like, oh, I'm so excited. It's it's definitely uh, something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess um, what else do I want to talk about? Um, so have you heard of Meg the Stallion? I've heard. I don't necessarily know. <laughs> So you, have you heard about this whole hot girl summer? I have heard this hot girl summer thing. Are, 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 would you say you're having? A I am. It's hot in Texas, and that's probably as, <laughs> hot, as, it, as hot as it's gonna get over here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So no, I'm not having a hot girl summer. Yeah, because she she basically says just like for all girls to just just do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're like no cares and worries. It's like if you just want to party I mean, and kick it, because because uh I'm she was like some people are taking it as like. For women to like be promiscuous, and she was like, "I never said that." I never insinuated that, right? <laughs> she was like, "She's like, no, it's just, you know, just girls can just do whatever they want to do. Like, if you want to kick it and relax and party, like, well, go ahead and do that." Definitely gonna be enjoying summer. Um, I'm actually headed to Houston next weekend, so. Oh, and you might run into Meg the Stallion. 
Maybe. And she might let you drive the boat. I would love that. Well, since you've only heard her, you probably don't know what driving no, the boat means. No. Basically, it's like, because at every party, she takes uh, whatever alcohol. She usually does, like, do say, and it's basically just, she just walks around the party and just pouring the alcohol oh, wow. in all the girls. <laughs> like, she just pours alcohol in everyone's everyone's mouth. So she's just walking, she's just like and this she, walking party, huh? And she and she calls it driving the boat. <laughs> okay, well. So when people say, I don't like, know if I'll drive the boat, but maybe. I'll yeah. flirt with the boat or something. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> when she says like when she, people are like, can I drive those? Basically, can they take the bottle and pour alcohol mm-hmm. in her mouth? <laughs> that, that's basically it. Okay. Uh, well, I'm enjoying my summer, and I'll enjoy Houston next weekend too. Yeah. So uh, shout out to uh, Max Down because uh, I saw one one of my friends that lives down in Houston. He took a picture. He was like, bro, he's like. She really is down because she's like five eight. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen how tall she is. He was like, he was like, and then like, he was like, then in heels, she's yeah, like six no, foot. Yeah, no, she's super tall. I have seen pictures of her. She's super tall. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's kind of intimidating. I'm four <laughs> eleven. <laughs> I would be like looking up. <laughs> she, she, she's like, let me bring the boat down a little bit further. Just like, like, let me just. <laughs> you want to come up? <laughs> you want to come? Get her a stool. <laughs> You're like, can I drive the boat? <laughs> yeah, can I do it instead? <laughs> she was like, yeah, get her a stool. I'm gonna let her drive the boat real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess. Let's see what else I want to talk about. Um, well, since you know this is the music impulse, my segment. Absolutely. Uh, music wise, I guess, what are some of your like favorite artists or any songs you got? Oh, mm. I love a little bit of everything. Um, Adele, Little Wayne. I like Chris Brown. I like, I like a little bit of everything. I like rock. I love. I just love yeah. everything. Well, speaking of Chris Brown, because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know if you you've heard heard recently. He he he's been in some. He's been in the media. Yeah, because um, because um, he's in trouble. Yeah, because uh, I actually <laughs> had it on one of his songs. It's called Need a Stack, featuring Johnny Lucas and Lil Wayne on the song. Uh, I have the lyrics right here. He said. Digging it, then I'm looking all on that pussy. Put it right there. Only want to fuck the black bitches with the nice hair. Yeah. Now, I, I, I tried to get my little sister on because she's like a big, super Chris Brown fan, but she wasn't answering her phone before I got here. So shout out to you, Taylor, because I will be calling you again and be like, why didn't you answer your phone? Yeah, Taylor, <laughs> answer your, your phone. But because uh, <laughs> uh, when I heard about it, she was the first person I wanted to ask because I know she's a, a big, a big he, huge yeah, Chris, Chris Brown, Brown fan. fan. And uh, so I was like, so, yeah, like, how, what, are, what are your thoughts on the, these Chris Brown lyrics? And I was actually shocked. She was like, yeah, I'm done with them. <laughs> yeah, it's it was it, I. it's just not right. I, I don't feel like it's right. He crossed a line. I just don't think that he should be speaking on any of that. Yeah, cause she was like, she was like, yeah, she was like, she's like, uh, that's the one. She's like, she's like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, dark skinned girl, black girl. Like, yeah. like she's like, yeah. Now, me personally, I was like, I don't know for sure if that's what he meant. If right. he was just saying, cause I, another uh, girl, I was talking to her about it, and she was like, I'm dark skinned. She's like, but I got good hair. She was like, so she was like, I mean, she's like, I didn't take. She's like, I didn't she take. She doesn't <laughs> take offense to it, obviously. I mean, I'm not offended. Um, 
but I think it was in poor taste. Yeah. It was in poor taste. Uh, Especially because he reacts way too far. So I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, he, I was like, instead of going wilding out, like, oh, the only ones that are offended are, 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 are you, are you, are you uh, uglies? I was like, yo. Like, yeah, he took it. He his extra comments and derogatory, you know, way of speaking. It, it wasn't necessary. Yeah. And I think when you go out of your way to, I mean, okay, it's one thing for you to say, okay, yeah, I said this, but I didn't exclude everybody else. I just I was pointing out a specific, you know, girl, yeah. right? But then you come out and you come out with all of these negative comments, saying all of these ugly women, and look, we're all made differently. Mm-hmm. We're all built differently. We're on. We're not all, you know, perfect BBLs. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're not out here looking great. You know, not all of us or whatever. But we're somebody's type, yeah. and you can't just. I I found it offensive. Yeah, cause I, I, I was reading how I guess, like some loving hip hop chick said she's like I know that's for a fact uh, that he he's like that because uh, I was in the club with him and he he told his security that um, don't let any of you dark skinned girls in. I was like. I don't know for sure if that's a like again. I was like, I don't know for sure if that's true or not. But I was like, I was like, but if it is, I was like, Christus, this ain't helping. That's, it's it's not, not helping your it's case. Not you look, look good. Like you've already been in the media before. Just yeah. take a step back. Yeah. Did you, you not learn anything your first go round? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, Chris. I was like, if you want people to like you, can stop reacting like. I was like, I know people, I, was like, I do think that people do get on him a lot. They do. I was like, but, and I think it's just from that original whole yeah, Rihanna, Rihanna thing. thing. Yeah. I was like, but the way he reacts is just like. And it's his, re- and it's like, by now you should have gotten it together. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, don't always react to everything. You, It doesn't require a reaction. Not every comment requires a reaction. Yeah. Right. I was like, if you're going to respond, you could have been like, hey, you know, I don't know, get on like Instagram live or do an interview or something like, something. like, hey. I just want to make this clear. Real clear. <laughs> yeah. When I said those lyrics, this is what I meant, blah, 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 whatever. I was like, Yeah, I mean, and don't turn it into something negative. And I think that's what he's done. Yeah, so. I think well, there isn't anything wrong with him liking us. You know, everybody has a type. Yeah. But it's not, you shouldn't come out and downright, you know, kind of push one yeah. whole side. I was like, because you have a big fan base, dude. So <laughs> Huge. And he's losing it by the way that he's reacting. Yeah, because I, I think more he, than he, anything, lost, he lost with my sister. My sister was but like... That, that's, that's it. It's not, it has nothing to do with the songs. I think it just has everything to do with his reactions. Like, he, the way that he responds to people. Yeah, because that's what she said. She was like, yeah, she's like, I'm tired of defending him. She was like, I'm just... It's hard like, to defend somebody like that. She was like, I've defended him for years. Like, through, <laughs> like all... all she's a diehard fan then, huh? Yeah, because... Yeah, uh, <laughs> She's, I think she's, a, no, she's a couple, yeah, she's a couple years, because I forgot he's only like two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, she's 26, 24, mm-hmm. 25. Uh, I, got, I got to do the math in my head for my <laughs> sister's age. But like, I, I remember when she got his very first CD, when, uh, when, it, when it first came out, she played that CD all day. Every day, mm-hmm. and I tell people, I'm like, that's how I became a fan because I was sitting there Listening hearing it from her room, hearing it. Yeah, so I was like, after a while, I was like. Okay, like this is good. Okay, I like you know, that. Yeah. Let's get it. Pop- I mean, and see, and that's the thing is like he brings out really good music, really good beats, like most of the time good lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Minus this. But I mean, it's just him as a person outside of his music. Because I think his music is great. Yeah. I just think that outside of that, it doesn't necessarily require all of that extra. Yeah. But he if he's keeping his name in the media. 
then he's still relevant, yep. you know? So I think it may be a little bit of both. Like, yeah, he wants to be relevant. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to, what's yeah. going to cause a massive reaction yeah, if I come out and I do something crazy, Yep. you know? Okay. I don't know. As long as his name was out there, it's like, hey, right. people... Uh, Whether it's negative or positive, it doesn't matter as long as they're he's constantly being talked about. Yep. And, I mean, how many times have we not seen that that drives up sales? Yeah. I mean, it just does. Yeah, because people are like, oh, well, actually, let me listen to this. Let me listen, let to, me listen to this, or let me download this, or, you know? And so, obviously, it's definitely an, a good angle that he's trying to play. Yeah, because I was like, hey, if you haven't heard song, you're like, oh, well, let me find this Nita Stack like, song. Uh, like, let, let me, me hear, hear this. Me. Yeah. And then you hear it, and it's got a great beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, that means you're like, oh, that doesn't sound as bad as I thought it was, or, oh, that was bad. I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. And, and then you, you're going to react to it. Obviously, it's, you can interpret it at your own you know, risk or whatever, but I, it, that's what it is to be a celebrity. Yeah, like, that's what it is. They need to be in the, in the spotlight. Okay, well, I guess the kind of uh wrap it up i guess you want to give like all your social media stuff to all the people and Absolutely. Let them know all my, your business stuff and all that my business page is ashley j makeup on instagram i'm ali a-l-i-i-j-c-m on twitter um and on facebook i'm ashley j makeup so y'all can hit me up there the salon page is dash studio texas on instagram and dash studio texas on twitter and y'all can Follow us there. See what we have up, new, and updated. All right, cool. Anything else you want to leave the people with? Anything else? I hope I wasn't as boring. (laughs) (laughs) As boring as I really am. (laughs) (laughs) As boring as you. No, it was was a great interview. I I appreciate you coming in. Well, no, I thank (laughs) you for having me come in. Yeah. It's cool. Yes, I, I, I told you when I started the house, I was like, Ashley, I need you to come in at some point and do the podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, and it kind of worked out that way. Yep. So I'm kind, I'm really excited and grateful that you chose to have me on. Yes, anytime. I appreciate it. Anytime, anytime. Well, this was another episode of The Music Impulse, y'all. Uh, thanks for tuning in. It's your boy Smiles, and I'm out. <laughs> Yo, this is Shot, a.k.a. Shostradamus. Smiles. Tim and myself would like to thank you for listening to this episode of the Uncle Urban Podcast. Support us by liking, subscribing, and reviewing the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can also follow us on social media, Twitter at Uncle Urban Pod, IG at Uncle Urban Podcast, Facebook, Uncle Urban Podcast, and visit the site, theuncleurban.com. You can also contact us via email at uncleurbanpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks.